Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aquarian Mind Podcast. Today's podcast, episode number 318. I'm your host, Jamel Crothers. It's Book Inside Friday. And I'm delving into Alphabet City 11. It's getting close to the end of this Alphabet City series. And the focus of this book is on Detective Xavier Rose, who is a police officer in Alphabet City. And while he investigates a lot of crime, he talks about some hard cases that he's had to solve. He has one of the hardest jobs as crime is very high in Alphabet City. From domestic violence cases to drug overdoses, gang violence, and protecting the citizens of the community, he deals with so much from day to day. And I felt that I needed to write a book on what a detective experiences on a day-to-day basis in one of the most violent neighborhoods in the city. Now, showing Xavier's emotional side to his life every day was necessary And sometimes we forget how much stress detectives are put under to solve big cases of gang violence and who killed who, and it's one after another. And while residents feel he's not doing his job, he's trying to, but residents aren't helping him to do so because of the code of the neighborhood, right? It's this whole snitches get stitches. I know a lot of you have heard that saying. And if you haven't heard of that saying, it's basically the code of the neighborhood, which basically means if someone kills another person or injures or harms someone and you see it, you're not supposed to say anything. You're not supposed to trust the police. You're not supposed to sit in a police station and talk about what happened or anything like that. And while we see more police shows that, you know, go behind the scenes of things that happen, like the first 48 on A&E, a lot of the detectives show their empathy and sensitive side to the job that they have. And that was the goal with Xavier. And also, he grew up in Alphabet City, so what he sees, he feels a lot more. Now, the goal of this book is really to shine light on the struggles with crime and not just the gang violence, but just so many other things. And there are some of these struggles that go on in lower income neighborhoods across America. It's a sad tale, but, um, you know, there's always the hope and, you know, of things getting better and things like that. And uh, in this book, there is you know, a certain case that, you know, Detective Rose is a part, is, becomes part of, and it has racial tension involved in it. I don't want to give it away. Obviously, I'm not that person who's going to sit and tell you the whole story of the book, but, um, you know, if you ever watch First 48 and, you know, a lot of these, you know, police shows that really go deeper into, like, what goes on, I kind of took a lot of, you know, things from these police shows and incorporated into this story and in this book. So when I tell you that I watch a lot of content, you know, on television for purpose and reason, I do it so I can write the stories that I do write. Um, I've watched a couple of Hulu documentaries on the police force and police officers and um, 
certain things like that. Um, there was an NYPD officer, I think his name was uh, Pegues or something like that. He had a documentary on Hulu. There's another, another documentary of the Oakland Police Department from a few years ago that involved a lot of wrongdoing and the police chief ended up resigning. Um, so there's just a lot of things that I've kind of, you know, dug deep and, you know, pulled things away, you know, from certain cases that I've, you know, watched and seen. And, you know, also me growing up in New York City, seeing a lot of, you know, things that go on, um, knowing, you know, former NYPD police officers and things of that nature. So I know that, you know, for me, I wasn't going to obviously be able to tackle every single thing, but I wanted to tackle the most important things. And, doc, and you know, Detective Xavier Rose is a black cop, right? So we have, there's this notion that, um, you know, some black people feel like if they become police officers and they're on the beat, that they're the face of the neighborhood or whatever, but that's not always the case. There was another documentary that I did watch. It's about a football team, but the police officers, I mean, but the coaches on the team are police officers and they're a mix of black and also a white police officer. And there's a lot of things that um, were going on. And it's actually, it was actually based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, and it was very powerful. So it was more than just football, it was about life, it was about violence, it was about police officers, it was about changing the narrative of how policing does work in the inner cities of America. Um, I forget the name of the documentary, but I'm quite sure as I'm speaking on it, um, you may remember or may know, um, but you know, it, it's hard you know, to write about a lot of these social issues for me, um, I don't have all the answers, you know, to a lot of things, but I do question a lot of things. And me living in the city that I do, and I've heard all of the stories of policing here, and I've seen a couple of news articles and news clips of things that are, that are going on in the current city that I live in. I uh, think to myself, well, not much has changed <laughs> moving 2,700 miles across the country. Um, but... The state that I live in is um, one of the most heavy drug trafficking um, states, you know, in America, because a lot of drugs are coming in through Mexico, through the Arizona borders and a whole lot of things, right? Um, so the sad reality of me having to write this story is, is Detective Xavier Rose has a lot of thinking to do, a lot of focusing to do, and you start to wonder, you know, as the story goes along, like, is he gonna stick with his career and his passion? Or is he going to change course and decide that it may be time to do other things that may benefit the community? Um, you know, here in America, and especially in these inner cities, you know, like Baltimore, Memphis, um, a lot of certain components of New York, um, certain areas of Hartford that I've kind of been been in been in and seen. LA, Miami, Atlanta, like all major cities have those neighborhoods that you you know don't go there if you don't know anyone. 
And I start to wonder, like, how do we really have these serious, uncomfortable conversations? Not really just collectively as a nation, but on a city to city basis. Like even Chicago, right? Um, it's hard for me to wonder what a lot of these other cities are like. Like I see it on, on television. It's different to experience it, you know? Like I've experienced it from a perspective of me living here in Arizona. I've experienced it from a perspective of living in the Bronx in New York City as a young kid and seeing certain things. Um, but this story needed to be written. It was important to me. And this is why I write the books that I write. I need to make sure that everyone has a full understanding of, you know, what goes into writing these books and what goes into creating these characters. And when I was planning this Alphabet City series, I had every intention on writing a matriarch of the community, which was Miss Evelyn Jones, Miss Evelyn Bates, sorry, um, a detective that, you know, has born and bred and seen it and wants to change it, but realizes that him being part of a system that has been broken for so long isn't going to change it. Um, I knew that I was going to, you know, tackle a lot of different things that, you know, I've been a part of, um, what I've seen, you know, I've walked through, like I said, a lot of different neighborhoods in New York City. Um, and I don't know if I delved into, um, Harlem in, um, in New York, but, um, there are two sides to Harlem. There's the east side of Harlem and there's the west side of Harlem. And both sides of Harlem, both of those sides are policed differently. Um, the safety of these neighborhoods are different. Um, the stores and the, um, the restaurants are different. So East Harlem, is what Alphabet City is in a lot of ways. West Harlem is a different world of people who have money, who have affluence, who work in different realms, doctors, lawyers, fashion designers, um, top corporate America positions, dentists, um, you name it. It's there. So it's the prestige of a mix of black, white, and Latinos in West Harlem. And it's a different animal, right? The safety is, is totally there. You can walk freely. Summer nights are beautiful and bands are playing and restaurants and all that. And then you cross over um, Park Avenue, Madison Avenue. Once you get to about Fifth Avenue and you go down to third, third to first, whole different world. You've got the bodegas, you've got the delis, you've got uh, you know, the the liquor stores and the people who are living and trying to survive.
while you know the inflation increases and i wouldn't be surprised if you know east harlem is made into a gentrified west harlem aspect and component you would only understand if you really got to go and see it for yourself i can explain it the aura and the energy are the energies are totally different whether you're walking through it or driving through it you see it um even the train lines are totally different all of that uh but anyway the point is is that east harlem is alphabet city a lot of components of east harlem is alphabet city it's the best way to uh to describe it so um alphabet city 11 will be releasing on november 26 sunday november 26 um just to give you guys the heads up it will be available in every bookstore except amazon you guys know what it is and you guys know the reason why and also 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 this is my last podcast episode for two weeks i will be on thanksgiving break for those who are listening outside of the country um thank you um but here in the united states um thanksgiving week um is a week that i always take off um family will be here with me so that'll be a beautiful thing my mom and my aunt so very thankful very blessed thankful for you for listening um so i will be returning on monday december 4th and there are six more podcast episodes for the year and after that december 15th will be my last podcast episode for the year so i'm just giving you all the heads up of what's coming so there are no surprises i always take the last two weeks off in the year um i will be traveling back home to the east coast and spending time with family friends and all that good stuff um my mother for the second year in a row has suckered me into coming home for christmas so I can freeze my butt off for eight days. Fun times doesn't mean I don't love my mom and my aunt and my best friends and everybody else. But yeah, that cold weather is just not fun in New York. But I'll deal with it for eight days for me to come back to 70 degree weather here in Arizona. All right, everyone. Um, enjoy your your holidays. Um, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, great. Um, if you guys know the origins of Thanksgiving isn't the greatest. So um, we try to uh, celebrate it in a way that's productive. All right. Enjoy your time off. I'll be back um, December 4th. Be good. And go accomplish your goals.